0: Welcome to JD and Spo Podcast. I'm your host, Janae Dempsey. JD and Spo Podcast is a safe space for women all around to come together to be inspired, motivated, and uplifted. Most importantly, we will talk about self-care, self-love, and many ways you can elevate to the highest version of yourself. So sit back, relax, and tune in. Hello you guys, welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of JD and Spo Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, be sure to subscribe, send me ratings and feedback. And to those who are consistent listeners, thank you so much. And please share this podcast episode with others so they can get inspired and motivated as well. So later on this episode, I interviewed Teresa Garvin. I actually met Teresa through um, Instagram. And it's really amazing how you can make connections with people through Instagram. Because you never know where it's going to take you. And so, ever since then, we've connected in an amazing way. She's been super supportive to me and my journey and what I'm doing. And I've been, you know, super supportive to her and her journey. And she recently just published a book. So, she's going to dive into that in a second. And so, um, if you're not like I said, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook JDinspo underscore to stay connected with me. And make sure you subscribe to my mailing list because when you subscribe to my mailing list, you get discounts off of my website, you get updates on new arrivals that are coming. And then you also get insight to blog posts and many amazing other things. So all you have to do is go to JDinspo.com, you scroll down on the homepage, and it literally takes a few seconds to put your email in. But I want to make sure I have another way to connect with people. So please, please, please be sure to subscribe to my mailing list. And also, there's some new arrivals on my website. So be sure to check them out. I did post them onto my Facebook page and my Instagram page. But you can check them out more so on my website. And hopefully you'll purchase something. Because when you're wearing a JD Inspa shirt, you're not just inspiring yourself. But you're inspiring other people around you that see you with the shirt on. So please check it out. And um, make sure you spread the word so other people can check it out as well. So last week was pretty rough for me. Honestly, I'm in really great, amazing spirits today. But last week was just like, wow, like one thing was hitting after the other. So um, I was really frustrated because there is a delay in my book going onto websites. So I did a book distribution. And when you go through the process of becoming a published author, if you do a distribution, you're, you're going to learn that you have to spend like a couple hundred dollars with this whole process. And basically with that, it's for them to publish your book onto different websites such as like Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target, all those things. And when I first talked to the girl about this whole process, she informed me of a particular day and time that it would be on there. However, when I talked to someone else after realizing like I still didn't see my books uploaded onto any websites, the guy informed me of something else and his information was actually accurate. So I was a little bit frustrated because I, you know, I have spent like a couple hundred dollars on this close to a thousand for this distribution. And to just see the delay, I'm kind of like frustrated by it. So I'm, you know, trying to be patient about it. And so hopefully starting next month, my books will be up on some websites and going, but for now it's on my website and then it's on bookshop.com and the only thing about it is if you purchase my book from another website or from bookshop, you won't be able to get my personal signature. But if you purchase it from my actual website, I'll be able to do a personal signature because um, they'll notify me of when someone has placed the order, but I'm not going to ship the books they are. So um, if you would like a personal signature, you can definitely go to my website for that. And if it's that you really just want the book, by all means, um, feel free to get the book. My goal is to become a number one selling author. That's like my main goal. So I'm just trying to put myself out there the best way possible. Um, I did... I feel like I was a little bit on defense of wanting to pay the couple hundred dollars that I paid for this whole distribution thing just because of the, like how the whole process works. But I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put a price on investing to myself. I really have a goal to become a number one selling author and I want to see that through. And I know going through this process is going to be worth it in the long run. So I'm just being patient through um, all of it. So that was like the first start of my week with knowing that my books weren't going to be uploaded onto the website in the time that I expected. Expected them to, Um, but everything is all good. I always try to just adjust accordingly to whatever comes my way, and then um, last week on. Monday I ended up going to the grocery store but before going to the grocery store I had put some clothes in the washer and I think because I was in a rush I had put too many clothes in my washer and when I came back from the grocery store as I was like walking up the steps and putting my bags down something was like go in your basement so I went in my basement you guys and my whole basement was flooded my washer was broke basically the washer was still running but all the water was just spilling out onto the floor and so I was like oh my gosh like it can't get any worse than and this so when I, you know, went in my basement and I went to the washer, like the whole thing was completely broken on the inside. I think I don't know if it just was out of balance or it was from me putting too many clothes in. So that took a little minute. I was able to get the water up and I literally just had got a new washer on Saturday and they delivered it. So I was happy about that because I didn't want to go to the laundromat to wash clothes, but it was just I wasn't expecting to spend that money, and I wasn't expecting for my basement to be flooded when I came in the house. So That was that. And then, following behind it, um, I had some work issues going on that really, really challenged me and made me really upset. And so, um, I'm just still trying to process what's going on. where I work at and, you know, just taking everything in and trying to stay afloat. I was just really challenged by some work conflicts and, um, you know, just everything. And then my car battery died on me when I went to work. So it was funny because the night before, um, this my car battery died on Friday. But Thursday night when I was trying to start my car, I noticed it was taking a minute to act like it wanted to start up. So I have a push to start button on my car and when I got to work something just said turn your car off and then try to turn it back on so when I pulled up to work I had parked my car and then um I tried to turn it back on and it did not come on so it was like flashing lights and then it was making like a clanking noise and then when I would put my foot on the brake it was like it wasn't letting me press down on it so I'm like oh something is wrong so I was like I'm gonna have to get a tow truck but I was like no let me see if maybe I need a jump so it definitely was my battery someone gave me a jump and then I had went to the store they put the battery in for me me so my car is good and running but again that was additional money that I just did not want to spend so um I was just like oh man this is like tough like I wasn't expecting to have this type of week or just have to spend extra money and then to put the icing on the cake after I got my battery fixed on my car I was so hungry that day and I ran into the store I parked my car like near a meter usually I put the money um on the meter from my phone and for some reason I completely forgot when I got out of my car I went into the store and as the guy was making my sandwich something just clicked like Janae, you didn't put money in the meter so I ran back outside really quick before he finished my food and I seen the PPA people so when I ran up to the girl I was like no 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 she was like oh if you would have came out three seconds before like um you wouldn't have gotten the ticket it already printed and I was like oh dang so that was like the ice into the cake of my whole like week I was just like wow like all this unexpected money, all this random stuff happening. I was just like, God, what is this teaching me? Because I try not to get like too upset and worked up. I just try to adjust accordingly and try to figure out, okay, what is this teaching me? What do I need to learn from all these things that are happening to me right now? So listen, life happens to me. It happens to everyone. We're all human. I'm not perfect. I go through things just like you, but I just try to really learn how to adjust accordingly to everything. Um, But I'm in really good spirits this week. I'm claiming nothing but positivity and good things to happen this week. I'm claiming for a better week than what last week brought to me because everything was just so unexpected so when life hits you just know it's okay and try to not be hard on yourself when things happen that are the least of your control just try your best to adjust to it accordingly because we can't really control what gets thrown our way but we can control how we respond to it and I'm pretty sure everyone is familiar with that quote as well so speaking of quotes I have a quote of the day And it says, I was made for this. It's that simple. Well, what does it mean when you say I was made for this? So when I think of that quote, I think about anything that I've gone through in life, any challenges that have hit me, any traumatic experiences that I've gone through, I'm made for this life. I was given this life because I'm strong enough to live it. And the same goes for you. You're made for this life because you're strong enough to live it. You go through certain things because you're made to go through it. That's with all of us. We all have unique and different lives, but we're made for our own separate lives. And we go through certain things so that they can help us grow to get to a greater calling in our life. And I actually have a shirt. I was made for this on Inspo website. So check it out and purchase it because it'll serve as a reminder to you that although you go through things and life hits you where you least expect it to, you are made for this life. So I hope that is something that you'll keep in mind for yourself as, you know, As you're going through life and when things happen, that you'll say to yourself, You know what? I was made for this. I'm going to see this thing through no matter what, no matter how challenging it is. And even when the devil tries to shake up your little world because he doesn't like that great things are happening in your life, you got to say to the devil, You know what? I was made for this. I knew you were going to come try me, but I was made for this. And I'm going to stand through these storms as they come. So, you know, always try to change your negative thinking to something positive because it makes things so much better. It takes off that heavy load of frustration and being angry and upset about something. So I hope that was helpful. So let's dive into today's episode with Teresa Garvin. All right, you guys. So on this podcast episode, I have here with me today, Teresa well, me and Teresa actually met on Instagram. Um, I first was following her daughter and then me and her got connected. And ever since then our connection has been uh fairly strong and she's been super supportive to me and I've been super supportive to her and what she's doing. So Teresa, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good.
1: Feeling great actually.
0: Good, I'm glad that you were able to uh, join on this podcast episode today and I really want to thank you for joining in and being able to share with the audience um, what you're doing and the different uh, projects and things that you're working on. So first, Teresa, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from.
1: Okay, so I'm a freelance writer, independent writer that loves to write poetry so that's my thing. Um, Of course, I have another book coming out that's not a poetry book, but okay. I, I, I mainly write poetry and I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, born and raised, you okay.
0: know,
1: yep. and I reside in like the northeast side of Philadelphia.
0: Nice. And so um, how have you been making out during this whole pandemic? I know it's kind of shifted everyone's plans and, you know, we all had a um, particular thing in mind for ourselves of how we wanted to go into this year and then shifted everything so how have you been making out and what have you been doing to keep yourself busy
1: well I have actually been making out pretty good um I thought okay. that you know I would it would be a difficult time but actually I've been making out it's, it's been really fun I've been learning how to cook different type of you know foods that I don't normally eat or cook so, um, mm-hmm. learning a lot with the cooking thing and it's been, it's, um, become really fun because I didn't used to like cooking at all. hmm Nice.
0: Well, so what kind of foods are you making that you haven't normally made before?
1: Like I'm, I'm making a lot of like recipes with salmon and shrimp because I love nice. seafood. So I'm making a lot of those type of recipes. Um, my favorite one is, um, the salmon, ugh, I can't think of the name of it. Um, it's salmon with spinach. It has like this, um, um, di- two different cheeses. Oh my God. And then uh, oh, it's it just so good. good. Yeah.
0: It sounds good. Well, that's awesome. So you found like a new creative thing for yourself with creating new foods that you haven't normally tried. Um, so Teresa, so do you work or do you work for yourself? What kind of work do you do?
1: I work for myself. And again, like okay. I said, I'm a, um independent writer and I also do like websites on the side that I just started a couple months ago. Like nice. websites for people that, you know, wanna, you know, open up their boutiques online and things like that. So I've been helping them make their those type of websites.
0: Nice. That, that's really awesome. What kind of shift did you to do like to take on that uh personal um job of doing that? Well it's crazy because
1: I did my own website for my poetry blog because I also okay. I didn't need, I forgot to mention that also do do my poetry blog and I try to keep up with that but lately with everything going on me trying to um get the wedding things situated and everything it's like so much going on I haven't been able to really do updates on that but hopefully oh have- yeah,
0: September
1: the 5th of this year
0: congratulations um, thank
1: you um so I by me doing my own um a couple of my girlfriends my best friend a couple other friends had asked me to mess around and play around and do theirs and although like I said mine isn't like how I want it up to date and everything theirs are like I put it's funny but I put more time in helping them set theirs up than my own Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I started messing around with that. And then they were saying they start referring other people to me, which I had three more people that was referred to me and I did theirs. And, okay. it gets, you know, like a little, I call it donation. Cause right now I haven't really figured out how much, because I'm still messing around with things and taking like okay.
0: online classes about it. Stop. But yep, yeah, that's how that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about some of your strength and challenges that you've endured during this whole year so far. Okay.
1: Um, uh, let me see. My strength and challenges, um, just being consistent and staying positive. That's my strength. Mm, being consistent okay. and staying positive. Um, like I said, I I it's I've been had, had a lot going on. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get this wedding ceremony right, but I mm-hmm. I still stay consistent on you know putting stuff into what I need to do regarding my brand and what I'm trying to create. Mm-hmm. And the challenges are just learning to multitask. <laughs> yes, yeah. learning to multitask and develop more patience. That's a challenge. <laughs>
0: I think I think that's for everyone though when it comes to consistency, multitasking and patience. I think that's <laughs> something you know everyone struggles with in different areas of their life. And so um I know for me when I first started my whole journey with everything that I'm doing now, trying to find the balance of what works for me and what doesn't, it took me a while to grasp and I'm like master master <laughs> it for myself because one thing that may work for you may not work for me or something that may work for me may not work for you so it's all about finding that balance and what truly works for you and you know with you having a lot going on trying to plan a wedding Mm -hmm. being an independent writer and all the other commitments that you have and along with helping other people it's all about finding that balance so you're not you know overwhelmed or burned out from what you're doing so I do uh, totally get it what it's like to try to balance out everything and uh, you know not just feel like you're all over the place while right. trying to do it so um, it definitely does make sense so um, Teresa do you have anyone that uh, influences you or kind of inspires you in any way
1: yes Michelle Obama okay okay it's something about her everything about her inspires me everything just her being so strong and you know being that first woman at the time and handling everything so well it was like wow I'm like that's a so lot So she really inspires me.
0: Nice. I think she's one of them women that a lot of us as uh, women see her in this light and we say to ourselves, like, if she can do it, we can do it. Like she gives us that hope that anything is possible, especially with being a woman of color in America, especially. like, So it definitely makes sense. So let's get started and dive into uh, your poetry book that you recently just came out with. How did you get started with that whole process? And what was the experience like for you with creating this book?
1: um okay so starting the whole book was basically that was the easy part because I always wanted to start my own I always wanted to write my own poetry book so Mm -hmm. that part was easy it was the hard part was the publishing part actually Mm -hmm. you know getting that um formatted the correct way and everything being the way that I actually wanted to look you know because sometimes mm-hmm. you know you have to change things but i was like no 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 i wanted to look exactly like how you know i i it already was this uh, the this the mind the the look that i already had in my mind i'm sorry Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. <laughs> um, makes sense yeah so that part was it other than that like writing the book it didn't take long for me to write the poems because i was already in that um mood and then that with that good um, positive flow of saying you know like this is it i'm gonna write my book so and um how i thought of the title and uh um the the chapters you know that the, the that part i'm speaking i'm sounding a little crazy right now again mm-hmm. but um that came up because I was going through some stuff in my past, you know, about um, fi- learning how to love myself unconditionally. So I chose mm-hmm. to write about that, you know, to give that next person that hope, you know, mm-hmm. say, oh, this is it. You know, you have to learn yourself. Um, you have to learn to love yourself unconditionally before you can learn to love someone else. And you have to choose to be happy. So all that is in, and then that's how I
0: came with that title, "The Process to Love," and goes in with that. Nice. And so um, that's really nice how it all came together. Neil, what are you hoping for um, your readers to gain when they read this book? By the time they finish reading it, what experience or what kind of learning um, experience do you want them to have by the time they finish reading it?
1: Um, I would love them to I would want them to feel like, you know, that there is hope and that um Don't even though we go through a lot of emotions regarding trying to find love and wanting to be loved, um, there is hope and you just have to um, trust the process. You have Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, acknowledge the fact that you do feel that way. It's okay to feel the way you feel. Just don't stay in it, you know, Mm -hmm. get up and go and, and, and never give up on love, never give up. Exactly,
0: I like that um concept and the message that you have for it because self love is a very important thing that we should integrate into our lifestyles on a consistent basis and so you know a lot of us especially as women we struggle with self-love so I think having this poetry book is super helpful to women out there you know for even guys as well but for women especially who struggle with self-love and finding that balance and learning how to love yourself first before you can actually love someone else so I do like that message that you create for your audience and um, how did you necessarily come up with all the poems in your book um like was it like just from your own personal experiences or like what kind of helped you to create all these poems?
1: Yeah, um because I went with my emotions. I said okay. and I thought about, you know, at the time, like I said in my past, like how did I feel? What was I going through, you know? How mm-hmm. did I come out of that? So I I actually went with how I felt. I, I Look back on those emotions and I wrote from there and how I was feeling about a particular circumstance that was happening, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I came up with that. And I just put it in order and said, you know what, because it was a process to learn how to love myself unconditionally. Mm-hmm.
0: So I just went from that and I took it step by step and it just went with the flow. It came nice, out. nice. So, what would you say? Um- were some of the strength and challenges with creating this book? Because I know when it comes to creating a book and getting it published, you know, it's definitely a process and you run into some trial and errors throughout the process of it. were some strength and challenges uh, for you and what did you learn from the experience?
1: Um, Again, the strength is with more so so being consistent and staying positive. Mm -hmm. So that I had to. It's like, because you... Once something happens and you think like, oh, my God, no, what's going to go wrong? But you have to keep that mindset like, nope, this is a process. Everything's mm-hmm. fine. You got to look at everything. Instead of looking at it in a bad way, you got to take out the good. You got to take the good from it. So you got to analyze it in a totally, totally different way. And the yeah. challenge was um, just being brave enough to do it. Mm-hmm. that was a challenge because it was like I started thinking about oh okay I started reading poems like 50,000 times I'm like are they gonna like <laughs> they gonna understand this it was like it started scaring me a little bit and it was making me think like maybe this is not the right time or maybe is, I was like no I have to keep gain that strength and keep moving and keep mm-hmm. to do it
0: yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Because um, when I had recently just published my first book, I ran into some challenges myself. And I really learned that through the whole process, I needed to have patience, because it does take mm-hmm. a lot of patience to write a book. And you want to make sure your audience is going to really be engaged in what you're writing and what you're putting out to them. And so, um, you know, just like you said, like, you felt like it probably wasn't the right time, even though it was like, I was definitely in that hit space too, because I had so much going on at the time and things in my personal life that I was just like I don't even know if this is the right time but I knew it was something that God placed on my heart for me to do and it was just a matter of like seeing the vision through and you know that's the beautiful thing about it all you know whenever we do certain things like (laughs) we don't know what the outcome is going to be but we say to ourselves I'm just going to go for it and worst case scenario is that it doesn't work out but at least I know I can say to myself is that I at least tried and I didn't give up or you know that I didn't you know try it all so it definitely makes sense so um in general teresa tell us how you started your journey to writing poetry
1: um well i was a kid um very young um i would say maybe the second grade i'm not quite sure i can't quite remember and um we had the the this top, topic that day was writing poetry um and expressing yourself and um he was given a book to read, and it was on Lacing Hughes. Okay, and um, from there, I just fell in love with poetry. You know, it was like wow, like it it, it did more to me than the average person. Like, I read, it, and it was like deep, it was like it went through me, like oh my god, like I f- mm-hmm. it was as if I felt him, I felt the emotions that he was at the time when he was writing
0: the poem. Mm-hmm.
1: But nice. so it
0: all started there. Okay. Okay. And then would you say most of your poems are based off of your personal experience or like what kind of topics do you talk about in general when you do your poetry?
1: Well, yeah, um, most of my poems are based off my personal experience, but I seem to write about anything. It could be okay. whatever I'm feeling at that time, you know, I could be feeling a little down or um you know, high head of high is. Uh, oh my goodness. I, Janae, I'm so sorry. I'm just. No. Crazy. Take but, your um, time. I can feel it. It's just, it doesn't even matter. Whatever I, I'm i filming at that time, that's what mm-hmm. I'm about. It.
0: Well, yeah, no, I think, um, you know, when you're able to share your personal experiences through poetry, it helps people to relate to you in an authentic way. So that's really cool that you kind of relate your own personal experiences and you put it in a form of poetry for people to understand, which I think is helpful because people like real and raw experiences and stories that people share because that's how people connect and engage with you, you know, on a more personal level. So right. who, who would you say your favorite uh poet is? Maya Angelou. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He does my
1: favorite poet
0: do you have a, a like maybe a favorite poem by her that you like yes
1: still I rise
0: oh that's one of my favorites as well mm-hmm. I love that one um, it's so funny because back when I was I think and maybe about like the seventh or eighth grade I actually had to do that poem and I had to perform it in front of like majority of my school oh. and so I remember just being on a stage that day like walking back and forth with that strong voice and just right. feeling so confident in myself because with that poem um, I felt like the message I get from it is that regardless of how people are going to treat you Mm -hmm. if people try to throw your name in the mud or whatever you still can rise through all those challenges and whenever life hits you you're still able to rise through all those challenges Mm -hmm. so like that that's always been um, one of my favorite poems by her I know that um, I really enjoy Phenomenal Woman that's Mm -hmm. actually one of my favorite poems Um, and I think I share with you that was one of the poems I used to kind of introduce my clothing brand that I have out now Right. Um, and it's it's just something about that poem that um, really sticks out to me and inspires me in so many ways. So I really do um, love that poem. So um, Teresa, do you connect with other poets um, on a consistent basis and and try to do any kind of collab work? Or
1: um, yes, I do. Like on Instagram. Um, I mean, Instagram is great for that because it's people okay. that I have that I haven't even met personally, but it feels as though we have met you know, and we have been yeah. knowing each other for a long time, so I met like, oh my goodness, some wonderful people that love to write, and we share our poems and our opinions and experiences you know, as writers. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and I did some, I did a couple of lives, and I have a couple more that's lined up, you know, but like, okay. i been busy, so I had to like Push them back, so push some dates back for some live. So, um, some live chats on poetry. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. nice so that's that's really good that you're collabing with other poets so that you guys can do play work that's super awesome so Teresa, you're known as um nr2p on ig how did you come up with that name and what's the meaning behind that name
1: okay so nr2p is my poetry blog no rules to poetry and i came up with the name because um i noticed um in my past experience when i was trying to get into um poetry you know uh poetry groups and things like that they would Uh have like these set of rules to poetry because a lot of times poetry does have a set of rules like a certain stanzas you should use a certain things and i could it was i was able to you know do that but it was like i wanted to feel free and i felt as though like a lot of people you know that stops them from doing what they're doing because of the rules behind that. Like, mm-hmm. the words, when you go to, um, they want a lot of the topics to be kind of the same. You, know, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. You know, they don't realize that. But when you look at the overall of all the poets, you notice that all their topics were basically, that the, what they spoke about was basically in the same kind of. hmm hmm so Oh, wow. Yeah, so I decided that I wanted to just do something where people can feel free they could come on and just speak their truth and feel free about it you know? yep. and not have yep. any like rules to it just explain right. this stuff and we go from there and if you need that healing you get that healing <laughs>
0: Yes. No, I like that that you make it a free space for people and coming up with that creative name and the meaning behind it because, you know, when there are these certain rules and guidelines you have to follow for certain things, that could be a challenge for some people. But I like that Mm -hmm. it's a safe space for people to just feel free to write poetry and know that there's no rules to it. Like, freely write and express how you feel with no kind of you know restrictions Mm -hmm. or things like that. So I do like um, that you do that as well for people. And so, um, have you ever did like any kind of stand-up poetry or have you ever performed anywhere any of your poetry before
1: yes I used to do stand-up I used to go perform a lot a lot I used to be so nervous when I was um younger and then um I did a few after I got a little older my daughter oh my gosh she would be my biggest cheerleader her and her best friend (laughs) would follow me we would be Going to places and it would be crowded, and they would be sitting in a little corner, uh-huh. and, and that that was that was a really good experience. So I actually miss it, and I can't wait to things change. You know, to everything get better here with the COVID nineteen, where though we can go out more and do things more. Because I actually want to.
0: My dream is to have my own post my own spoken word. Nice. So,
1: yes, I can't wait.
0: Nice, that's really exciting. I'm happy for you, and I'll definitely be um, supporting. So, kind of tying into that, my next question to you is what other kind of um, projects will you work on, um, whether it's like another poetry book or any other upcoming projects around your poetry that you're working on? Yep, well, I'm
1: working on two projects that's basically finished. I'm just trying okay. to figure out the illustration and the uh, uh, book cover which believe it or not <laughs> it takes some time to think about but I yep. have a children's book for my grandson that I wrote it's called I Am Just Like You and nice. with everything going on I chose that title and I chose to write about that so um, other children his age so we can start, the, start things young the earlier the better you know put in yep. their mind and put in their spirit that you know we are all the same to so try to in this I'm sure it's going to be hard and it's going to be very difficult to completely end racism yep. but you know if we start now doing better and you know doing more positive things regarding that and getting understanding then people won't see it you know it won't be like a generational curse that's going that's continuing continually to you know to take over things that it shouldn't take over if yep. that makes sense. Um, And I have another book, um, it's called, um, it's about my life journey and it's called The Self and Socialization of Me. Nice. That's more uh, an in-depth book about, you know, what I went through and learning to, you know, love myself unconditionally
0: nice that's really exciting um, and I think the first book that you mentioned I'm Just Like You that will be a really good book for young children to read especially you know since it's relating to diversity and racism I think those are good things to talk about especially with all that has been going on with this pandemic I feel like we were first focusing on a pandemic and then it shifted to complete racism that we started discussing so I think it's very important because it kind of starts in the household for younger children of what they learn because they learn the stuff that they see but you know as we all get older we unlearn certain things but if you're not taught these certain things you know at a young age or depending on what you're taught you're going to go out carrying that tradition of what you learned Um, so it definitely affects you know how you interact with people and super excited for the other book that you're coming out with as well you know kind of talking more about yourself and your personal life and experiences you know something that Mm -hmm. people can relate to because I'm sure you have stories that you know many women can Relate to that you've gone through, so super super excited for you with yes, that. Um, you. no problem. So, um, where do you see your years, Teresa? If you could just think and give us a glimpse of where you see yourself in five years, where would you say?
1: Um, let me see. Um, five years, I know this was asked before and I had it at the top of my head, but in five mm-hmm. years, I see myself. Um. Actually, um, having my own website business, um, helping people create their own website and, um, hosting poetry events.
0: Nice, I see nice. That's awesome. Well, you already kind of do have your own website business because you're helping other people. It's not you expanded in the way that you wanted to be yet, but you're right. already starting that process too, which is really cool. And I, I also could see you because it just came to mind as a thought, like you doing some type of um, poetry workshops where you could help other people who want right. to do poetry, maybe struggle with experiences of, of like, okay, how can I get started? Like, right? You know, what? Like, I can see you doing that. So it's just a thought of something thing for you to um, think about as well in the future because I feel like there's many different avenues that you can take when it comes to doing poetry even if you're not writing a book physically but there are other you know avenues mm-hmm. you can take as well so um Teresa I know that you haven't mentioned this but I know you have a book club as well so tell us a little bit about your book club that you do
1: yes I have a book club and it's called the brown sugar book club and it's really fun with the pandemic. We haven't been able to um meet in person, but we have been doing Zoom meetings. Okay. And I think though that I'm gonna um branch off and start my well, I know for sure that I'm gonna branch off and start my own book club and it's not um not because I just wanna leave the ladies or whatever because I really enjoy my time with them, but because um I think I wanna do something that's more pertaining to um reading positive, um books and you know books that's relating to you know influencing you to um, mm-hmm. become a better person helping you build um more confidence and to create the life and dreams and goals that you want like nice. oh, i'm gonna um i'm soon i will soon be having i'm starting a whole nother book club um just focusing on those type of books okay Awesome.
0: How did you guys come up? How did you come up with the name for your book club?
1: Brown Sugar Book Club? Um, Well, it was one of the members that came up because I didn't think of the name at
0: the time. So um, I couldn't
1: okay. think of a name. So she came up with the name Brown Sugar Book Club because of the different shades that we are, are in the book club. Like we all are brown girls, but
0: different shades of it. So she came up with that. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. And then as far as like you guys doing meetings on Zoom, do you guys meet like once a week, once a month? And then do you have like a particular book that you guys focus on each month or what like do you guys do exactly?
1: Yes, we have a book that we focus on each month, but we meet on the Zoom like every two weeks to discuss the book. So the first okay. meeting is to discuss the first half of the book. And the second meeting is to discuss the last the second half which will be the end up towards the end of the book yep and we get on there and we talk and we have fun and we you know and each girl each person picks their own book each month so everybody it goes around everyone takes a turn to pick the book that they like and it could be from any genre of books it could nice. be mystery
0: it could be um love novels it could be anything Nice. That's really awesome that you guys have that personal connection in a group and, you know, spend the time to meet with each other throughout the month. That's awesome. <laughs> so, um, you know, I hear you, Teresa, you said you have a lot of stuff going on. So how do you keep yourself motivated and inspired to do everything that you're doing to um, avoid feeling burned out? Like, what is your drive that keeps you going?
1: Prayer, meditation, daily deli- nice. information, looking at my vision board, like, every day (laughs) nice yeah
0: that's good that you have that because I feel like you have to have something that drives you to keep you going and to not you know that won't something that will keep you from getting discouraged when you get a lot going on or things aren't working out and um what would you say is your form of self-care that helps you to balance everything out
1: um relaxing um like just picking a day to just stay in my PJs, drink plenty mm-hmm. of water, you know, mm-hmm. and eat more healthy because nowadays I'll be eating any old thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> turning my but, cell phone on mm-hmm. silent and staying away, trying to stay take um stay away from computers and laptops, anything that's that's dealing with social media. So mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. my way of having my self-care day.
0: Nice. I think everyone should have a self-care day. My self-care days are Sundays just because that's like before going right into a crazy week. So I hear you. Um, So what advice would you give to someone who is scared to go after their dreams? What would you tell them?
1: To just do it. You can critique it, change it, redo it over and over. But until then just put it out there. Just take that leap. Just do it. Just do it. Just don't, don't wait for it to become perfect or you know have the mindset that it has to be perfect before you you're launching whatever you're trying to do just do it just take that step and do it because you can always change it like i said you always change it and redo it over and over and over and over as many times as you want until you're satisfied and happy with the results
0: yeah no I, I totally agree with that like being able to change at least get started and then you can make changes along the way I do agree with that because I feel like most times people are fearful and they think about what the outcome would be and they haven't even started it yet so right. I definitely agree with you know just get started and then you can make changes along the way so I totally agree with that um, the last question I have um, to end us off Teresa what does women empowerment mean to you I always ask women that come on to my podcast episodes and I love okay. getting different insights so, what does it mean to you?
1: um helping other women to become stronger and more confident and controlling their life dreams goals and claim and claiming their rights like it involves taking responsibility for yourself, you know like yeah. you know like as well as create a mental and emotional climate which um you can grow from you know yeah. so it's like you have to so to empower other woman you have to really kind of um. And let them know that you're on their, we're on the same level, that you're on that same level with them and to bring them up to a higher level where though, like I said, they can feel more confident and know that they have the right and they can do what it is that they want to always do. Yep. Yeah, no, that
0: totally makes sense, and I believe like this is women empowerment right now with us connecting and engaging in this way, um, like you sharing your stories and experiences with the audience. So I feel like this is a way of connecting with each other, and you, mm-hmm. you know, getting yourself out there on a, a unique platform and to different people around in the world. So um, Teresa, to end us off, please share with the audience your IG name, your email of how they can stay connected with you to so follow you and. Also where they can find your book at to purchase it.
1: Okay, so my IG name is N R Two P and it's two underscores. It looks like it's one, but it's two underscores. And my poetry website, my poetry blog website is no rules to poetry dot com and that's N-O-R-U-L-E-S, the number two, and the word poetry, P-O-E-T-R-Y dot com. And um my books, you can get the ebook right now. Only the ebook is on Amazon, Kindle. Um, and it's um yeah, the ebook is the only thing that's online right now. But for the paperback and the hardcover, you can DM me in my Instagram or um send me a message through the website or um my Facebook, which the Facebook my Facebook name is Teresa Garvin. Um you can send me that and I'll I'll ship it to you right away.
0: Awesome. So make sure you guys follow her on IG, stay connected with her, please purchase her book. I've actually been reading it and I really enjoy the poems that I've been reading uh, from it. So please make sure you stay connected with her. Um, If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to her. But uh, Teresa, I wish you nothing but great success in all your future uh, endeavors and everything that you're doing.
1: Thank you so much.
0: No problem. And thank you so much for coming on to this podcast episode. I really appreciate you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you also, Janae. No problem. All right, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. I hope something throughout this podcast episode was helpful and inspiring to you. Like I said, be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, JDinspo underscore, if you're not following me and take care until we meet again. All right, you guys, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me and tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram, jdinspo underscore, to stay connected with me and to see more of what I do. I truly appreciate all of you and take care until we meet again.